two hits, nine strikeouts. Snell can't believe it. A controversial decision, no doubt. No. And this one gets by Zunino. Betts will be leading it off to be followed by Seeger and Turner. 0-2 to Betts, a hanger that's drilled to deep left center field and gone! Maybe the finishing touch. Call strike three! The Dodgers win! Finally, the wait is over. The Dodgers are the champions of 2020. Now, do you know they just realized? Um... Trying to set up the podcast. Yeah, what did, what did you just realize? All the Dodgers needed was the black superstar. Mookie was just that missing piece that they needed to win the World Series. Just like how they needed Jackie and in the 40s and 50s. That's what Mookie is right now. I'm keeping that in, by the way. Okay. Alright, so you caused me to ruin the whole intro. Well, this is the last of our parent corner quick hits. Obviously, it's ending on a very positive note, a very high note. Whew, what a game six. So many storylines through the game, so many storylines through the series, so many storylines for what happened after, during the celebration. We'll get to all of that. But right now, the drought is over. The LA Dodgers are your 2020 World Series champions. Let's go, baby! Take us through the moment when Julio delivered that final strike. Game was over. You got to see the ship. That's good for Adamas. But, that was good for Adamas. But, I was just jumping up and down all over the place. Huh, I was so happy for the Dodgers. They, they didn't win since 88. Like, that's a very long time. I and mean, they keep getting close and close and close. First of all, it's 32 years ago. And as someone who's 35, you would have to say it's a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. You're very old. <laughs> Shut up. So, this Dodger team has gone through heartbreak a lot. for since I think since we really became on board with the Dodger thing, we've seen, we've seen them lose to the Cubs in the NLCS. Yeah. We've seen them get cheated by the Astros the next year in the World Series. We saw them lose to the Red Sox in the World Series. Mookie, by the way, hit yeah. the clincher in that in that World and Series for the Red him. Sox, and then he comes in twenty twenty and hits the clincher for for the Dodgers. But yeah. and then we also saw LA lose to the Nationals last year in the NLCS. So yeah. that's four times they were right there, and this year's World Series trip made it three out of the last four years. So. Dave Roberts probably had to be the most successful manager that's ever been on a hot seat. We Everybody knows the kind of speculation that was around Kershaw whenever the postseason came, and there was just something missing from Kershaw the Dodgers. Kershaw of the season. There was just something missing from the Dodgers, and apparently you the figured black it out. Man. <laughs> the black man. The black man. No, they've had black men. Right? The black man. They didn't have a black superstar. No, they didn't. Okay, so that was the difference in this game. Yes. In this series, that was the difference for this for the whole Dodger team. But the night that we talked about this on the first part after game one, but the night that we found out Mookie Betts was coming to the Dodgers, this is what it was like. As close as they have come before, we knew that this was the team that was going to get it done. And yeah, they're... Mookie deserved. And earn every penny of that ridiculous 12-year contract. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. 
So when Game 6 is going to be remembered, it's going to be remembered for one thing and one thing only. The Blake Snell decision. Yes. What that was think? such a terrible decision of the, the, heck, the monitor to take him out. Kevin Cash. I don't need to know his name. That was a bad decision. But, I mean, it's still good because we end up, we wound up winning because they took him out. Immediately after they took him out, Mookie had a double. So, and then the rally just started going after that. They went up, they tied it 1-1. Then they went up 2-1. So, before the game, I think both of us really pencil this in as it's, it's probably going to be a loss. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> if Blake Snell wins this game, is it's a surprise to no one. I mean, you saw yeah. what he did in game two. He pretty much had the Dodgers lineup in handcuffs in game two. Had 10 strikeouts through five innings. There was nothing. And L- he was about to get about 13. Yeah, because- there, there was nothing LA could do. And this was, you know, and we were saying he can't do that again. Or he's probably not going to do that again, but he did. And I think he might have been even better in game six. He was on his way to double-digit strikeouts again because yeah. it it looked like there was absolutely no way the Dodgers could get in this game. And I, I messaged it to our chat group when I said, the game doesn't start for the Dodgers until Blake Snell comes out. So in my mind, I'm thinking, you have three innings to get this done. You're yes. not playing a nine-inning game. Yes. You're playing a three-inning game. When they take Blake Snell out in the sixth, you got from the sixth to the ninth inning to do something to win this game. And for that to be feasible, the Dodgers pitchers had to perform well. But let's let's go back to the Blake decision before we go to the Dodgers, right? If you're a ma- I know you think it was a bad decision. Yes. You're a manager. You leave your ace in in that spot, and why do you think he should have left Blake in? I know he was dealing, but why do you think Blake Snell should have stayed? I think he should have stayed because he could have he he could have helped them. They wouldn't have scored probably if he let him throw throw until like the six or probably if he was still good in the seven, let him throw in the seven because you still they still only have three and three innings to work with. And if they bring in another good pitcher like any one of their good pitches, really, if they his pitch count was down and he and all they had to do was bring in another good pitcher and they would have been fine. They could have win. They could have win that game just now, and they could have gone to game seven. I would at least let him fish the Mogi and Corey Seager because he striked him out twice. Like, like nobody could have hit him. Yeah, that's 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 why it was so strange because to that point, I think Chris Taylor and uh, Chris Taylor and Austin Barnes were the only people to get hits off off Blake Snell in this game. Yeah. Like. For all the MVPs that the Dodgers have, for all the Rookie of the Years, for all the power hitters, for all the accolades that they have, nobody was doing anything but Chris Taylor and Austin Barnes. And I, for a casual observer watching baseball, it has to seem strange to them seeing somebody give up two hits and you get pulled from a, a season-deciding game yeah. like that. And so Austin Barnes is at the plate. He gives up the single to him. And right away... You saw him get pulled, and, and John Small. credit to John Smoltz and Joe Buck calling the game because they said this decision is going to be something we hear about for years to come in the World Series. Yeah. And the worst thing for Kevin Cash happened as soon as he put Anderson in that game is Mookie doubled. So right away, yeah. people can immediately criticize him that and say, wait a minute, Blake Snell just struck out Mookie twice in his two appearances. <laughs> you bring in this other guy, and right away, it the baseball becomes a beach ball because Mookie just blasted. 
So and that that starts the rally. So Mookie Mookie doubles, and then to make it even worse, Anderson. There's a wild pitch, and that's how Austin Austin yeah. Barnes scores. Yeah. So you go from from giving up a big hit to delivering a wild pitch that gets the Dodgers on the board, and now the rally starts. So we have we eventually have the exact same situation we had in Game Five, and watching this live, you thought it was a replay because you had yeah. Mookie on third, Corey Seager up at the plate, Corey grounds into uh grounds into uh, a, a fielder's choice. But they can't get Mookie at the plate again. And the same, same thing happened. Same thing happened in game five. Same uniform, same cleat, same everything. Same fist pump, everything. And we said it then, and it, it was true for game six. There was nobody else on the Dodgers that was going to make that play. Yes. It had to be Mookie. And yeah. the, the, the exact situation you brought him for, he came up and he came in twice. Then Mookie comes with the insurance run, still going into the eighth inning. I was like, you know, Whenever Rosarina's involved, you're one swing away, right? Yeah, yeah. So I still say the Dodgers needed two insurance runs. They didn't get two, but they got a big one from Mookie coming up in the eighth. Mm-hmm. I just want you, from the minute this series started, from the game one he had where he had a double in the home run, game six he has a double in the home run. I just this, realized something. Yeah. Mookie's going to be playing with the Dodgers until he's 40, unless he retires before that. Yeah. Because he has a 12-year contract and he's only 28. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing, I just saying. Because, like, it's a lot of money. Yeah, you could play for a really long time in baseball. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That happens. Well, they're going to play until they 70, so. Okay, I don't think you could play for that. <laughs> go for it. So, your take on the series you have for Mookie, and if now you have to put him in this conversation of, you know, it's a foregone conclusion most people think Mike Trout, best baseball player. But Mike Trout... I have to put Mookie at the top there. Like Mookie, Go ahead. Why? Be, Mookie was outstanding this, uh, this postseason. Um, I, I'm i not even sure if Mike Trout ever made it to the NLDS. Or He's never made the playoffs. ALT, never made the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, Mookie has been fabulous this playoffs. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what more people could want from him because like he's the best five tool player in the league right now or uh, possibly could be the best five tool player ever if it, if it keeps going like this i mean for the rest s- of s- s- settle down barry bonds has something no, to say sir. about that no sir barry bonds will always have something to say no. about that no. willie mays will always have something to say about no. that but mookie no. i don't want to get into an old guy young guy baseball conversation right no. but mookie here's a here's a list of some of his accolades so, he's the first MVP award winner to win a World Series with multiple franchises. And he's the first player to win MVP and World Series title with those franchises before turning 30. Yeah. So, he's young and he's doing things that people haven't seen before. And he's a young black guy that may be the face of this league. So, black man. <laughs> and I don't think there's been a young black player that's been the face of the league since... Maybe Ken Griffey Jr. Mm. I think he has that kind of star power and that kind of star potential if this run with the Dodgers goes right. And the thing about it is, he was doing this with the Red Sox. How stupid do you think Boston feels right now? Boston fans and the Boston front office, they let Mookie walk 
basically for nothing. They let Mookie walk because they wanted financial flexibility. Basically, yeah. they didn't want to pay him, and they yeah. let this go. <laughs> that, that was such a dumb decision. I have like six cars of Mookie bets on the on the on the on the Red Sox. I need to I need to find a way to change that to the Dodgers right now because that was such a stupid decision. He's the one of the best players in the league. And you ain't gonna decide to pay him because y'all want financial stabilities or whatever. Pay the man. He can lead y'all to World Series and again. He did. He did. <laughs> again. Twenty Again. Okay, so the thing about the thing about let's get let's get back to pitching. So the thing about Blake Snell that we said, you know, the Dodgers would only have a limited time. They'd only have three innings to get it done as soon as Blake comes out of the game. But that is only possible if they stay within contention. Now, the difference with what happened in Game 2, they let the Rays get out too far ahead. And I think yeah. by the time Blake Snell came out of the game, the Rays already had like a five-run lead or something like that. Yeah, but something it, like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a, pre- it was a pretty sizable lead. This game, they only had the one-run lead, and that was a Rosarino with the solo shot very early, yeah. first inning. But after that, that was it. I think the performance of the night... I think he's on the right... I, I hope he's not. I mean, no, personally, I don't care if he is, but I hope he's not. Because people would just want to tear it. they just want to tear that down. I want to cancel him. I, I love his story. I love where he comes from. I love his approach to the game. I love his whole demeanor. Like, I'm in a Rosarina fan. Yeah, I mean, I, I am. I just say it because, like, he has monster power already. And like, easy. Like, he hit. That was a slider that Gonsolin tried to get away with. He already hit him for a strike early in that bat. And he tried to hit him with the slider in the same place. He missed it a bit. And it didn't even look like a full swing. But Arena extended himself, went out after it, and hit the opposite field home run. Which, that just describing that in itself is insane. But anyway, so the Dodgers bullpen. Whenever We know whenever Gonsolin pitches or whenever he gets to start, it's not his game. It's yeah. it's a bullpen game. You're yeah. gonna see six, seven pitchers anytime Gonsolin gets to start. And the bullpen this game was amazing. No, the bullpen even was though, amazing. Even though Hold on, so Gonsolin he gets he gives up the home run and I'm already thinking, Alright, this is gonna be a rough outing because he's given up like four or five home runs this postseason. But outside our Rosarina, he wasn't horrible. Now he wasn't great. He st- he finished with, with four Ks. He gave up three hits in, I think it was like a, an inning an inning and two, or, yeah, I think it was like an inning and two he was in the game. He wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. He had them in contention. But after that, the rest of the bullpen was lights out. So yeah. the, the point when Floro comes into the game, there was two on, two out. Dave Roberts pulls the plug on Gonsolin. Floro comes in, and he's up against a Rosarino. Now think about how scary this is as a Dodger fan. Two on, two out, and the guy who just hit a solo home run and the guy oh who set God. every postseason hitting record is up. That moment, I, it, I mean, was I scary. wasn't watching the game until the sixth inning, so I, di- I didn't know if Baez, I didn't watch Baez pitch, Gonzalez pitch, none of the other pitchers that pitched before. Um, The monster... The ma- the machine arm. You could just call him that. Yeah, yeah. I did, I saw nobody else pitch except for him and Julio Urias. 
So Floro, Floro comes in, he gets rid of Aurora's Arena, which was a huge moment in that game that's going to be forgotten, but that was big because if Aurora Arena, if Aurora Arena drove in a couple of runs there, then you have the same problem you had in game two. Floro's great, and then Wood comes in and he pitches two tremendous innings. He gets three strikeouts. Baez comes in, he gets a strikeout. Gonzalez comes in and he's great. He gets he gets three strikeouts and then who <laughs> you call the machine. Now I'm not gonna lie. Graterol came on that mod, I think that's how you pronounce it, I don't know. Yeah, probably. The guy from Venezuela. He came on that mound and he Every was... pitch other than his fastball, well, other than his every pitch that he threw that was a fastball was three digits. There was nothing there wasn't no ninety nine or ninety eight. Only 100, 101, or 102. His slider was 92 miles per hour. What does his parents feed him? I don't Jeez. think his parents feed him anymore. He's 22, and they so, probably live in Venezuela, and he lives in L.A. I think he feeds himself now. But, yeah, so he comes in, he, he does the job, and then eventually they go to Julio, and Julio has been lights out this postseason. Julio yes. pretty much got rid of the Braves. Yeah. He had a huge save in that series when the Dodgers season was on the line. Then he pitched Game 7 and had a tremendous performance. Did the same thing in the World Series. Julio was going to make himself a lot of money. Yeah. But I think the thing that was so impressive and what I like about... See, you were clamoring for David Price this whole time, right? But I think... We when, don't need him. <laughs> so, hold on. So, for five games, all you were doing was saying how you wish David Price was here. And now, in one night, you automatically switched to we don't need him. We whatever don't need happened, him. Whatever happened to needing the Black Superstar? We already have a Black Superstar. We don't need him. It's a lot of pitches of color on that on that lineup. Yeah, let's let somebody else pay him. We so don't need him. you end the game with Baez, Gonzalez, Gratterall, Urias. It's four pitches of color right there. Yeah. Interesting. But what stands out is how young these guys are. Yeah. Like, Gonsolin's 26. Floro and Wood, they're veterans, 29. Baez is veteran. He's 32. But Gonzalez is 24. Gratterall, 22. Urias, 24. And we didn't even see Dustin May last night. And yeah. Dustin May is another <laughs> tall right-hander that throws triple digits. And he's and, 23. And he's yeah. only 23. So the future of this Dodgers bullpen <laughs> I it's a whole lot to look forward to with this team. Like, they're only... The core is going to be there for the next five to eight years if this is run properly. Yeah. So this could... We could be back here again. Yeah. Okay. See you again. So let's go to MV, let's go to MVP talk. Corey Seager! We saw this coming because he had... He had an incredible postseason. If there wasn't... If there wasn't a Rose Arena... Corey Seager would have easily had the best postseason of any player in the MLB. So all of those, all of those records that Arroz Arena set, Corey Seager was second in just about all of them. In terms of postseason home runs, postseason hits, he had 400 in in the World Series and won the NLCS MVP. So he's, he became only the eighth player to win both of those in the same postseason. Just your take on what Corey was the whole playoff run for the Dodgers. Amazing. That's all I could say about him. He was amazing this postseason. I think he was the... I think... I thought that he was the most... Com, I was most confident in him hitting this whole postseason. 
he, he just was lights out hitting everything. Who runs crazy? His glove. Oh my god. I'm, I never seen him make an error. I'm sure he made one, but I never seen him make an error. And Corey Seager was just lights out. I personally think the playoffs, he was the best player on that field, the playoffs. Yeah, it was either, and since game two or three, I figured it was going to be Corey unless Mookie did some heroics, which he did. If they did end up giving the MVP to Mookie, I wouldn't have been surprised by it. I actually wouldn't have been surprised by it if Kershaw ended up getting it either. But Corey Seager, well-deserved MVP. He wasn't there in 2018. He He was injured. So playing a World Series without him, you see the difference that it makes. Yeah. All right. So Jeez we gotta talk. Christ, we, Justin. Turner. We gotta we gotta talk about the elephant in the room, Justin Turner, super spreader. Now, if I said Justin Turner, super spreader, two days ago, you would have thought we were talking about the fact that his defense is so great on third base that he just has Wait. a range. To reach anything in his way. So, that means that basically all the players on the field, or whoever is playing for Marks Muncy, so that means Marks Muncy could have the coronavirus now because of Justin Turner. Justin Turner feel almost every ball and throw it to Marks Muncy. Marks Muncy, Marks Muncy take it out with his bare hands. So he could have it. Yeah. And what it explains so much, right? Cut so, your bed and your hair. Everything. He can just do it. His wife may leave him. Oh, okay. So it explains so much, right? Because never before have I seen Max Muncy go 0 for 4. And I'm thinking, what is wrong with Max Muncy? And you just put, you just hit the nail on the head. What if Justin Turner gave Max Muncy the coronavirus? I would. That's probably why he didn't hit Justin Turner. And the crazy thing is, Justin <laughs> Turner was like a few inches away from having a home run because during that rally when the Dodgers got on the scoreboard, he came up in that inning right after Corey and he blasted one to Eros Arena. Almost got all of it. Mm. What if it was a coronavirus that just caused him to miss the ball by that inch? That would have been the difference between a, a two-run home run and a fly up. You if you don't be know, ashamed of yourself. If you don't know... <laughs> Why should he be ashamed? We don't he know how he be got ashamed. it. It happens. How could you? You in a clubhouse base? Well, no, you watch your house basically all day. No, they're in the bubble. They're in. They're in oh. Texas. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're in Arlington. Okay, never mind. You, you excused. Okay, so, <laughs> so in the seventh inning, we're watching tense moments. Dodgers clinging to this lead, and we see Dave Roberts point to Edwin Rios. And immediately, me and you start tripping because you say, well, who's he coming in for? Because at that point, Jock Peterson was already in the game for A.J. Poehler. Kike was in the game for, for Chris Taylor. So who could he possibly be coming in for? And then we hear Joe Buck say that... I just, thought it was Mookie for a second. Then I was like, Dave Rogers, you are getting fired at the end of the season. You hate calling him Roberts. You call him Rogers every time. So what? It sounds very close, and my vice principal name is Rogers. Yeah, so you did think he was coming in for Mookie, because at that point, Mookie was on deck, and I said, are you out of your mind? There is no way because they are taking Mookie, Ro- Mookie bets out of this game. Because Mookie was on deck, and he had his button clothes on, because Justin Turner hits third, remember? Yeah. So he just had his button clothes on, and I was like, mm-hmm. I sure if I want to for Mookie. 
I, I was sure I didn't. What do you mean he wasn't sure? Are you kidding me? Well, I was sure, but... Okay, so... So, we thought... And then we just thought it was an injury because we saw Rios come in and he plays third for Justin Turner. You nearly lose your mind and wanted to fly to Texas to fight Dave Roberts not yes. knowing what was going on because Justin Turner coming out of the game is a huge deal. And then almost right away, and you'll know this from playing, right? Anytime there is a sub and you are unsure about that sub, they the ball will find him. to make the play. If you don't make the play, you are getting to so dirty. No, but the ball always finds them. So yeah. right away, hit the Rios. He turns in a routine ground play. At that moment, we didn't know this may have been the biggest play in baseball history. We don't know it at that time. But eventually, that's what that's what this could have been because we find out after the game that Justin Turner tested positive for COVID-19 and that's why the MLB yanked him off the field. A whole lot of ridiculous, unprecedented stuff that goes on. So apparently, he, he had a test the day before that was inconclusive, came back and they wanted to test it, of course, test it again to get a conclusive result. They expedite the test. Now, I don't know when they received the results, but for whatever reason, they got him during Game 6 of the World Series, yank him out in the 7th. And so, we Yeah, think, they didn't want the Dodgers to win. But they won anyway, so... <laughs> so, we think... Alright, we're not going to see Justin Turner. And even at, during the celebration, I was thinking, Damn, Justin, Justin Turner doesn't get to experience this. That's kind of tough. Justin Turner came out on the field. And there was a point when Justin Turner was out on the field kissing his wife, and he was also out on the field hugging teammates, taking pictures, and he took his mask off. My mom's trying to give everybody the coronavirus. Jeez. So now the story becomes baseball, what the hell are you doing? How did nobody control this? And apparently the Dodgers wanted him out there. He wanted to be out there, so everyone was like, we are going to risk contracting COVID-19 because we want Justin Turner to be a part of this. And I think it's because he's one of the core people that were there from... It was just him and Kershaw carrying this whole thing, right, before yeah. everybody else got there. But yeah. how insane is that to end the baseball season like that? Uh, uh, that, that would be crazy for me. Knowing that I I wouldn't be... That I have, co- I have the coronavirus... But I still have to come on the field. I want to come on the field so I can celebrate with my teammates because we just won the World Series. Like, I'm going to try my hardest for no one to stop me for, do- for celebrating how I want to celebrate because my team just won the World Series. Not yours. My team. So. Okay, but global pandemic, one. So. Two, you have people around you in the organization that have pre-existing conditions. Dave Roberts is a cancer survivor. Kenley Jansen had heart surgery twice. And Kenley Jansen also already had coronavirus earlier this year. You're putting all of those people at risk. I mean, he already had it, right? So he... He nothing. That has not been scientifically proven. Like, you you can get it twice. (laughs) What? Oh, my God. Elon! Just take us to Mars already. Jeez. Okay. How do we get to the point where you're asking for Elon Musk to take us to Mars? This is what happens. This is what happens when the Dodgers win. Yeah. It's been a fun season. Yes. I did not think baseball was going to finish it without having massive 
coronavirus issues, coronavirus outbreaks, but apparently they found their way to get through it and they got to the money. The future of the Dodgers. What do you think? The blast line. <laughs> See y'all next season. <laughs>